podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Friday Breakfast Show brought to you by the Pirate Rugby. My name is Hugh, and this is your 15-minute mini-podcast capturing all the news and results in the world of rugby union in between the recordings of the main podcast, as well as Ender's vital rugby TV guide to set you up for the weekend's action ahead. Don't forget to check out our YouTube channel, which is growing all the time. More on that later. And you can find exclusive videos on there, which you won't find anywhere else. But let's jump straight into it. Midweek rugby, midweek rugby. And the first game I want to talk about is Kamath and Quinns versus Pontypool in the Welsh Premiership. What a game this was. This was streamed live on S4C YouTube channel. English commentary was available and I, I was absolutely blown away by how exciting and skillful this game was. Pula were going into this looking to get back into the top four in the league, whereas Quinns were looking for their second win in a row and just their third of the season. Like I said, it was a great game. Intense. You didn't know which way the result was going until right at the end. Skillful, some fantastic attack on display, some fantastic defence on display as well. And some incredible kicking from the Scarlets fly half who was uh, developing at Quinns. Charlie Titcom, former Bucks player of the year, the young man, what a player this guy is. Uh, as a Scarlets fan, I'm a bit confused as to why we haven't seen more of him than that slightly silly game we played over in Leinster where we sent the, the B team over. His kicking from the boot is excellent, absolutely excellent. And he ran the game. He was the best player on the pitch, in my opinion. I don't think he got the official player of the match award. I think someone else got it. I think there was a couple of players who bagged a few tries, but in the end of the game, finished 35-28 to Quinns, which is, like I said, just their third win of the season. And all three of those wins have been the three games that Charlie Titcombe has played in. I'll say no more. Um, but yeah, loved it. Um, I can really, I'm really getting into the Welsh Premiership this year. Like I said, there's one game a week that's absolutely free to watch on YouTube. Get amongst it, guys, because it is. if you need your midweek fix of rugby, th- this is where to get it if you are based in the UK. Uh, or anywhere, I guess, because YouTube is global, isn't it? Anyway, um, Pula's chances for t- top four have now been hampered a bit, but I would say they're still in the chase. They're still a good team. Uh, whereas Quinns are still second bottom, which tells you how tough their season has been up until now. Hopefully they can get a bit of momentum off the back of these two great wins. Uh, other game was Colomiers versus Beziers in the Pro Dare De. Uh, Beziers were looking to pressure Vaughn at the top. They're in second place. Uh, Colomiers were looking to break into the top six or consolidate their place in the top six. Uh, it was a very close game. It was 16 all at the hour mark. Uh, sadly, I wasn't able to watch this one, so I was just following the scores on Flash Score. Flash Score, sponsor the show, for goodness sake. Um, and it was uh, Rafael Marquez, I believe, who got the winner um, last try in the last 10 minutes, the Portuguese scrum half, uh, to seal it 23-19 for the visitors. So, Bezier is looking like real promotion contenders at the moment, really in a hot vein of form. Just one point behind Vaughn, but they have played a game more. Uh, Colin Myers uh, still in the top six. I think they're sixth, but they've now again played more games than the teams above them. So they're looking to stay in the fight. So yeah, two fantastic games uh, midweek this week. I really enjoyed following both of them. On to the news. Hark the Herald Angels sing. Clive Woodward is gone. Clive Woodward, the ITV pundit, who uh, everybody could not stand the sight or the sound of, has stepped away from ITV. Thank goodness. Um, I'm I'm not going to try and be overly nice. I've already openly stated on the main podcast how much I don't like ITV's uh, TV coverage of rugby and Clive Woodward is a huge part of that and the reaction to him leaving has been unanimously positive 
on social media. Um, so yeah, to see you later, Clive. Um, I'd like to say you don't have to spend as much time watching rugby anymore, but by the state of your punditry, you didn't watch any anyway. Let's see who they get instead. Hopefully it's not someone from 2003. Moving on swiftly. Jacques Berger. Oops. Uh, Jacques Berger, a former teammate of Owen Farrell, tweeted yesterday that he thinks it's a great move for Owen Farrell uh, to move to Racing 92. And uh, he's happy for him and he thinks it's going to be a great life experience and Owen Farrell deserves it. Slight problem. The move hasn't actually been confirmed yet. So either Jack has has jumped the gun or... Uh, he knows something that he's not supposed to know and he's just told everybody that the move is official. I kind of feel like it's the latter, but I am a bit of a conspiracy theorist with these things, so take that with a pinch of salt. Speaking of Faz's, uh, Faz Senior, uh, Andy Farrell, has been confirmed as the Lions coach. Absolutely no quibbles with this, absolutely the right decision. Andy Farrell has, A, done incredible uh, work with Ireland, building on the work that preceded him with Joe Schmidt. He's uh, clearly uh, a first-class international coach and is going to have an incredible career. He has coached the Lions before in a defensive role. He was an assistant to Warren Gatland, I think, in at least two tours, maybe three. Uh, Yeah, like I said, absolutely no complaints. Absolutely the right man for the job. Uh, And uh, best of luck to him. I hope that we have a successful tour down to Australia in a couple of years' time. Speaking of the Lions, uh, a women's Lions tour is being reported as uh, happening. uh, And apparently it's going to be a tour of New Zealand in 2025 or 2026. Um... I'm very happy that uh, uh, Women's Lions is happening because it's uh, a real getter of eyeballs for the women's game and everyone's going to be interested and I hope it's going to get a fantastic TV deal and everyone's going to be able to enjoy it and it gets all of the same treatment as the men's game, I hope, so it gets the the behind-the-scenes documentary, which will be huge. And yeah, it is a watershed moment for the women's game. I hope that it is not going to follow the Lions in only touring either South Africa, New Zealand or Australia. Um... I have been an advocate of the women's team forging its own path and doing its own thing and not just blindly following the template set by the men. So uh, touring New Zealand is fine. Uh, Not got a problem with that. But I would say broaden horizons and look to tour new and exciting places in the future. Um, And yeah, uh, just break the mould is my encouragement to the women's game. Not that they need me to encourage them because they're doing absolutely fine without me. Uh, moving on, ah, so staying with the New Zealand theme, Crusaders fly half, Fergus Burke is apparently Scottish, I'm sure he didn't know either, um, but Scotland are currently trying to hoard everybody else's scrum half, so they were linked with Finn Smith, they've obviously got Ben Healy over from Munster, uh, they've got Blair Kinghorn who is more of a fullback, yes I know, they've got Finn Russell and uh, they've got Gavin Hastings down at Gloucester. They just seem to be adding more fly half all the time. I don't know why they need so many, but apparently they're trying to lure Fergus Burke up from Crusaders. You'd think that he would go to Glasgow because maybe arguably they don't have a, a, a fly half who's testing, uh, who's uh, challenging for test level. Uh, uh, okay, this doesn't really affect me much as the Welsh fan. Uh, if he's playing for the Crusaders, I'm sure he's a great player. I'm sure the Crusaders wouldn't want to let him go um, because... They are struggling for fly halves at the moment. There's stories of Lee Halfpenny potentially playing fly half for them, um, even though he's obviously a fullback, having signed for them uh, during the summer or during the autumn. So watch this space, I guess. Uh, last couple of bits of news. One fun one. The bots on rugby Twitter are getting smarter. So everyone knows on Twitter it's absolutely flooded with bots at the moment. It's absolutely does your head in. Um <laughs> 
yeah, I'll leave it there. Everyone knows what those bots are promoting, but they've gotten a bit smarter lately and they're actually talking about rugby. So if you click on their profile and things, you can see that, oh no, they are, these are bots, but one promoted that they, um, one tweeted, I should say, that they remember the days of JPR Williams, who sadly passed away, uh, as we covered on the main pod. They had fond memories of him playing for the Ospreys. No, you don't, because uh, JJ JPR Williams was a player in the 70s and the Ospreys weren't founded into, t- until 2003. Uh, another one tweeted that uh, they responded to something that I posted. or uh, No, it was actually David from Scum of the Earth. Shout out, David. I hope you're having a great day, mate. Um, tweeted saying, Why is Car- Cardiff even in this list and who do you hope gets relegated? Two problems with that. Cardiff weren't in the list and... Uh, they can't get relegated because they don't play in a league that has relegation. But they're learning. So I'm pretty sure that within a year, we won't be able to tell. And to be honest, they, they can't really make Twitter any worse than it already is. Anyway, last bit from me before I hand you over to Ender for his TV guide. Uh, the Pirate Rugby has now reached 500 YouTube subscribers. Thank you so much to everybody. Um, we were worried over the Christmas break that people would have forgotten about us. But the download figures for this episode and... Uh, the the watch figures have been really strong after we had a really good video um, in terms of viewership about the South African uh, impact on the URC which if you haven't watched yet you can jump on our YouTube and have a look at Um, yeah 500 subs it's ahead of schedule for for myself and Ender we were blown away really excited and and we hope we can really kick on from here and build on this momentum I just want to say thank you um, and thank you especially to all the guests that we've had on um they're the ones who have made the difference to the show and they're so interesting and dynamic and exciting and um you know the one we've just done with spritz and scrums is one of those ones that i'm genuinely proud of i think it's a great bit of content and it's all because of the the quality of the guests so yeah that that's my eternal thanks to to those people anyway that's enough from me uh before i hand you over to my friend and colleague ender i just want to remind you to follow us on twitter bots aside uh, and you will never miss a bit of content that we drop. Uh, you can also subscribe to our free Substack, where we're going to be dropping long read articles every Sunday, hopefully from now on, if I can think of things to write about. Uh, and yeah, you'll also get reminders every time we drop either this show, the Friday Breakfast Show, or the main pod as well. Anyway, have a great weekend, everybody. Enjoy all your rugby, and I shall now hand you over to Ender. Cheers. Hello, folks. Happy Friday. We've got plenty of rugby this weekend, so let's kick off with tonight's action. We've got three games kicking off at 8 o'clock. First up, we've got a Champions Cup game between Northampton and Bayonne. There's live coverage of this game on TNT Sports 1. Then in the Challenge Cup, two games kicking off at the same time at 8 o'clock as Newcastle hosts Benetton on Premier Sports 1 and Viaplay Sports 1. And also the Ospreys host Perpignan. That game is available free to wear on S4C and also it's being streamed on EPCR TV. Moving to Saturday, there's Champions Cup action kicking off at 1 o'clock as Leon host Connacht on TNT Sports 3. At the same time, there's also Champions Cup action between Exeter and Glasgow with free-to-air coverage on ITV1 and there's also coverage on TNT Sports 2. Then in the Challenge Cup at 1 o'clock, we've got Sharks hosting Oyana. This game is only available on EPCR TV. Then also at 1 o'clock in the Challenge Cup, we've got Claremont hosting Scarlets. This game is available on Premier Sports 1 and on Viaplay Sports 1. Then in the Premier, Premiership Women's Rugby Tournament at 1.30, we have Leicester Tigers women hosting Bristol women on TNT Sports Red Button. 
And then we've got Glasgow women hosting Wolfhounds in the Celtic Challenge kicking off at 2.30, available on Rugby Pass TV and BBC's iPlayer. Then we have Bristol Bears hosting the Bulls in the Champions Cup at 3.15 on TNT Sports 2. And then also kicking off at the same time in the Champions Cup, we have Toulon hosting Munster on TNT Sports 3. Then at the same time, 3.15, we've got two Challenge Cup games. So first up, we've got Zebra hosting Dragons on EPCR TV and also Cast hosting Georgian side Black Lion on EPCR TV as well. Then moving to 5.30 in the Champions Cup, two games. We've got Leinster hosting Stade Francais on RT2 in Ireland and on TNT Sports 3. And also we have Stormers hosting Sale Sharks on TNT Sports 2. In the Challenge Cup, we've got one game at 5.30 as Edinburgh hosts Gloucester live on Premier Sports 1 and on Viaplay Sports 1. Then at 8 o'clock, we've got three games, two in the Champions Cup. First up, we have Cardiff hosting Harlequins on TNT Sports 2 and on Free to Wear on S4C. Then also we have Ulster playing Toulouse on TNT Sports 3. And then finally we've got Montpellier up against the Lions in the Challenge Cup on Premier Sports 1 and on Viaplay Sports 1. Then moving to Saturday, sorry, excuse me, Sunday, we have Bath taking on Racing 92 in the Champions Cup kicking off at 1 o'clock on TNT Sports 1. And then at 1 o'clock we also have Challenge Cup action as Cheetahs host Poe on EPCR TV. Then in the Celtic Challenge, Clovers play Gwalia Lightning at 1 o'clock on Rugby Pass TV. And also Brighton Thunder play Edinburgh at 1.30 on EPCR TV. Then we've got two Champions Cup games to finish off today as La Rochelle hosts Leicester at 3.15 on TNT Sports 1. And finally we've got Bordeaux up against Saracens at 5.30 on TNT Sports 1. Enjoy the weekend's action, folks. Sports Social Podcast Network.